My wife and I have four children. My third child, Gavin, out of all of them, he's the one where everybody says he looks just like you. He's my mini-me. I'm Dr. Levi Skipper, Evangelism Catalyst for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board, and you're listening to No Sweat Evangelism, my podcast designed to help you make sharing your faith simple. Author Ruth Sokup may or may not be a name you've ever heard before. She runs a blog-based business which encourages her followers to live well, spending less. She's gained quite a following, too. She has over 1 million subscribers to her email list and over 800,000 podcast downloads. She really knows how to tap into human emotions, too. Listen to this question on her website. Do you ever feel like you're standing on the sidelines of your own life? What a question. Who hasn't felt this way before? I was introduced to her through another podcast medium that I was listening to. She was being interviewed and primarily was talking about her brand new book. I have to admit, I was hooked. I quickly downloaded the Kindle version and started reading. And inside the pages, she promises a person will find inspiration, tough love, and some easy-to-implement tips. But what really caught my attention in the interview was the title of the book. It was a title that resonated with me. The book is called Do It Scared, subtitled Finding the Courage to Face Your Fears, Overcome Adversity, and Create a Life You Love. A fascinating read. Do you know the most common reason cited for why Christians don't share their faith? I'm sure you've guessed it by now. They're scared. Most followers of Jesus know they need to share their faith. I mean, they've read where Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. They've read Paul's writings. You are an ambassador for the sake of the kingdom. So yes, we have read it. We have heard it. We know it. There's an intellectual understanding of our need to share Jesus, but really sharing, actually opening up our mouths to tell someone about Jesus delivers a paralyzing fear into the hearts of many people. And remember, fear always has a way of paralyzing us. Just ask my son, Gavin. I'm really afraid of long hair, ladybugs, fuzzballs, fingernails, and flights. Why? Like, what makes you afraid of those things that makes no sense? And when you say long hair, you're talking about like long hair on someone's head? No, like long hair on me. On you? On my head. On your <laughs> I got you. And then why fuzzballs? What's the problem with fuzzballs? Uh, Are you talking about like a cotton ball? Yeah, like on a quilt or something. Whenever you get it, a quilt, there's like little fuzzballs on it. And I was sleeping with one and it just freaked me out one day. <laughs> Feel it on my face and stuff. It touched your face? Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Had a phobia. Well, okay, so then the other is like fingernails. What's the deal with that? So when my fingernails get super long, they bother me so bad because they'll like get caught on everything. And I hate that. So you're afraid of that? Yeah. Is that why you're always like incessantly cutting your fingernails? (laughs) Yes. Every time I turn around. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, we even go on trips, and when we're on a trip, you're like, well, I got to make sure to bring the fingernail clippers. <laughs> yeah. You know? That is why. Like, one time we forgot him at the beach, and I, I needed him so bad that I wanted to go buy him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. pretty crazy. So, how old are you now? I'm 12 years old. 12 years old. You're fixing to go to middle school. Yeah. So, when you go to middle school, are you going to tell these <laughs> these people what your fears are? Uh, hopefully, they don't see this, but... <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. But you're going to stay away from. All right, tell me the five things one more time so everybody can listen. 
Long hair, ladybugs, fuzzballs, fingernails, and flights. Long hair, ladybugs, fuzzballs, fingernails, and flights. One very common misconception is that we can't share Jesus until we overcome the fear of sharing Jesus. I used to think the people who shared Jesus were free of any fear. Like when they shared the gospel, maybe the Rocky song was in the background, Eye of the Tiger, and it was playing in their souls. They were bold as lions as far as I could tell. I even remember as a teenager being in complete amazement that our pastor could share Christ with someone at the drop of a hat. He drove a Honda Accord taking turns way too fast. I faintly recall him blowing the horn at a car that had cut us off. Or I think that was him anyway. He jumped out of the car and began making a beeline for the door. I followed closely behind. He knocked on the door of this apartment and within three minutes, no joke, three minutes of the conversation, he was talking to them about giving their lives to Christ. I was absolutely blown away. Was this man without fear? Was this some special gift that was given to pastors? I wish I could rewind time back to when I was 16 years old, riding back from that visit. I would have asked him, weren't you scared to talk about Jesus? I was always nervous to talk about Christ. Not long after that, I became a pastor and I thought, I have the title now. Surely the nervousness will dissipate. But guess what I found out real quick? I was still scared. Still fear in my heart. It was still hard to bring up Jesus. I still got the jitters. Even after being in ministry since I was 19 years old, I still faced some anxiety when it came time to share Christ with someone. And by the way, please don't tell a soul. I mean, like, keep this on the down low. I'm the evangelism catalyst for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board, and guess what? I still get nervous. I still have fear. Timothy was Paul's protege in ministry. He became the pastor of the church at Ephesus, and apparently Timothy faced some fear in ministry as well. This is one of the reasons Paul had to write to him. In 2 Timothy, Paul says, God did not give you a spirit of fear. And he also wrote to him, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord. I thought pastors weren't scared to share Christ. We have to remember that we are part of a spiritual battle. C.S. Lewis once wrote, enemy-occupied territory. That is what this world is. Christianity is the story of how the rightful king has landed. You might say landed in disguise and is calling us to take part in a great campaign of sabotage. It would be unreasonable for us to think we would share Jesus without any inclination of fear. Fear is a primary weapon of the enemy and that weapon is used to silence our witness. Here's one thing I've learned. If you wait until you overcome the fear of sharing Christ in order to share him, you may never share him. Ruth Sokup, the author of Do It Scared, describes seven patterns of fear in her book. And as I read through those patterns, I was intrigued. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you these seven patterns quickly. But I want you to know as I read these seven patterns, what stood out to me is how these are the same kinds of patterns that find their way in the lives of followers of Christ and leave them paralyzed with fear. I will also add, the book was not written to a Christian audience. So just letting you know, I have baptized this thing, right? I baptized this and I want to apply it to us. 
The first fear pattern written by Ruth is the fear pattern of the procrastinator. The procrastinator wants everything to be perfect before taking action. Sounds like some believers I know who are procrastinators. They don't want to share Christ until they feel like their life is absolutely perfect. Then there's the people pleaser. They fear losing friends and they hesitate to act because of what others might think. And doesn't that sound like some believers? They say, I don't share Christ because I'm afraid I'll lose a friend. Then there's the rule follower, which Ruth writes about. The rule follower is paralyzed for fear of doing something wrong. And again, I've heard this before, even in Christian circles. I don't share Jesus because I'm afraid I will say the wrong thing. And then there's the fear pattern known as the outcast. They're most afraid of just being rejected. And my goodness, I've heard that so many times from followers of Christ. The reason they don't share Jesus, they say this, I don't share because I'm afraid I'm going to be rejected. And then there's the fear pattern of the self-doubter. They're afraid that they're not talented enough, they're not educated enough, they're not well-spoken enough to act. I've heard this same kind of fear pattern in the church. I don't share because I don't think I know enough. Then there's the excuse maker. They look for any reason why they can't do something. And the excuse maker in the church who refuses to share Christ out of fear is simply because they create any excuse they can come up with. And then there's the pessimist. The pessimist sees future hardship as a reason to not start. The same fear pattern exists in the lives of followers of Christ. They're pessimists in the sense that they say, I don't share Jesus because it might cause hardship in my life. Do you know what Ruth, the author of Do It Scared, writes to her audience? And this is probably my favorite part of the whole book. She writes, I realized it was okay to be afraid, but it wasn't okay to let fear prevent me from doing what I wanted to do. So I decided from that day on to do it scared. For followers of Jesus, fear is an emotion that wants to boss us around. Reality is, we have let fear be our master far too long. Fear is a horrible boss. And when it comes to sharing Jesus, I would say the same thing that Ruth Sokup said. You just have to make a decision that you're going to do it scared. Refuse to submit to fear and choose to submit to the Holy Spirit. He will empower you to be His witness. Do you know what happens when you share Jesus? You're actually more inclined to do it again and again and again. That's no joke. In a recent Barna report entitled Reviving Evangelism, they discovered this captivating insight. Those who had at least one conversation about faith came away more confident and more eager to talk with others. Nearly 9 out of 10 say they are more confident in their own faith and 7 out of 10 report being more eager to share their faith again, all because they did it just once. Long hair, ladybugs, fuzzballs, fingernails, and flights. No matter what fear you face, let me challenge you to be willing to share Jesus scared. Could you imagine what might happen in your life and in the life of churches if we took this message to heart and we began to share it scared? If you would like to be more effective in your personal witness and remove those self-imposed obstacles we all encounter when sharing our faith, Download our free report, 
10 Ways Well-Meaning Christians Sabotage Gospel Conversations at 10evangelismmistakes.com. That's 10evangelismmistakes.com. Thanks for tuning in today, and do us a favor. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. It really helps. This has been a production of the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Special thanks to our producer, John Graham. Stay tuned, my Jesus-following friends. Another episode is on the horizon.